Welcome to Pastors Confidential. We're Michelle and Eric Waters, and we're two pastors, one podcast. On each episode, we'll be answering one of your questions about God, the Bible, faith, and life. We're so excited you're joining us. Good morning. Good morning. We are back after a break. Yeah, it's been a long break. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying. I should have looked at the calendar. It was definitely before graduation because we wanted to take a little break with that. So. Yeah, I think it's been about a month or so. It's yeah. been a lot, a lot that's gone on in the last uh, in the Waters household in the last couple of weeks. Yes, yep. we had um, our daughter graduate from college the mm-hmm. same week. Her sister came home from college the day before. She graduated. We had your we parents' had company. Visit. We had a birthday. Yep. We have kids at camp now and some out of town. Yeah, vacation Bible school. We did vacation yeah. Bible school. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I had three funerals in there in the midst. Oh, so wow. It was, yeah, it, it was a busy time. Very, very no busy No weddings, time. though, right? No three weddings. Three funerals and a wedding no, or three, three uh, weddings three and three funerals funeral? this time. Okay. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, and on top of that, of course, we had like a monsoon rainstorm. We did. We have had the weather. <laughs> Texas weather has been crazy. Plus, we had a child with a wisdom teeth out. Yeah, yeah. That oh, helped. my goodness. I think he had five teeth pulled, didn't he? All wisdoms and then one strange yeah. one that he had up in his gums. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, was David. So mm-hmm. It has been crazy. But, you know, I, I tell you, one of the highlights for me is how we kind of wrapped things up yesterday with uh, with our send-off for Alia. Oh, know? yes, our vicar. Yep, our vicar, our, our, first, intern. Um, our first intern and our first congregational dinner probably since like December of 2019 or something right. like that. I mean, right. it's, it's a yep. long, long time. And Which so, they used to occur quite frequently. Yeah, it used to be about mm-hmm. every four or five months. Uh, and so what joy, you know, I mean, what joy to see so many people at the church and uh, and, to, and to see the church filled again and people sitting around tables again and sharing fellowship and food. It was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, one of the perks about being a pastor is, you know, we, we got a little of the leftover brisket. Oh, we always so get leftovers. Oh my goodness. I'm not complaining about that. That's pretty nice. Yes. We yeah. always get leftovers, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, so yeah, so we've been very busy, yeah. but we've missed uh, podcasting. And today we're going to start a new series. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Psalms. And basically, I'm also teaching this class on Wednesday mornings. If you're a woman, then you can come to Woman of the Word and hear more about this on Wednesdays at nine o'clock. So if you listen and you come to class, then you're just going to get a, a double dose of <laughs> some, some repetition, some not. But you'll have obviously Eric's take on this as well. So we'll do things a little differently on the podcast. But basically, we're going to be studying six Psalms. And um, next week we will start in with the with Psalm number one. Oh, you you one. have to start there because it's kind of the basis. Mm-hmm. So we'll start with Psalm number one. <clears throat> so you can kind of be praying that and studying that this week if you want. But today what we're going to do is just intro to the Psalms. We it was our last podcast series on Proverbs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this Proverbs. works yep. perfectly. Proverbs. You know, similar idea. Um, we introed it and then we did. Well, we did the basic themes of Proverbs. This time we're going to do specific Psalms. But today let's talk about the Psalms. Do you want to get started or yeah, do you want me to? Yeah, okay. And so I, I love the Psalms. You know, I, I came to Christ uh, late in life, age of 23. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sh- really within uh, within nine months of coming to faith in Jesus Christ, I was in seminary, you know, and so there oh, I was. Oh my goodness, that's right. Uh, and so I was learning these, I was learning about the Christian life really um, pretty much at, at full speed. Mm-hmm. And I was very, very fortunate because someone, I, I can't remember who, but one hmm. of our professors uh, recommended, you know, in your daily devotional time, you really should start with the Psalms. 
And so I just thought, well, that's just you know, if that's what the professor says, and that's what everybody does. Okay. Uh, and so I started with the Psalms, and that was you know from when I was a, a newborn Christian all the way until even this morning. I've I've read the Psalms almost every single morning, and what a joy it's been to me. I mean the uh, because it is the it's the prayer book of Jesus and the apostles. Yes, right? we're going to have to talk about that. Yeah, I mean the, the Psalms, this uh, that sense of connection that that. That the, these are the same words that Jesus and the apostles would have prayed day in and day out. These are the same words that are uh, that the Jews the Jews would have sung in synagogue day in and day out. Uh, and so I, I love that. I, I've always loved the Psalms. And one of the things I love about the Psalms is that there are just about every range of mm-hmm. human emotion is covered someplace yep. in the 150 Psalms. That's right. Which can be hard because you know sometimes if you're reading them devotionally. Uh, the psalm might be a psalm of imprecation, right? It's a psalm mm-hmm. that, that says, you know, oh, Lord, curse my enemies and smite them down. And you're thinking, eh, I'm not really feeling it today. Right, I don't right? have any enemies today. Uh, but but the point is, like, every single emotion is in there. Mm-hmm. And so as you go through the years, you know, as you go through the psalms and you learn them more and more and they become more and more a part of who you are. And then as you go through the years and you experience the ups and downs of human life, mm-hmm. then you really begin to appreciate what the psalms are about. Right. Uh, because there are those times, you know, when you, you wish God would, would smite, smite somebody, right? And then you've got the language mm-hmm. for it. You right. Know? You've yes. got the language for it. You've got the psalm for it. Uh, there are times in your life when you're feeling uh, cast down, and then you've got the psalms for those. Definitely. There are times in your life when you want to celebrate, and you've got the psalms for those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that, that, that's, that's been a great blessing for me, is, is that the language of the Bible, the language, and this is God's language to us, right? right. The psalms are inspired scripture. So this is... These are words that God has given to us that we might pray them back to him. Right. Uh, and so to, to have that language for all of those emotions is just, it's fantastic. Okay, well, there was a lot in there, so we'll have to yes. go inspiration, everything. You, <laughs> so we'll have to go back to all that. But I think the key point is um, the universal nature of the Psalms, really, because it's, it's interesting that, you know, this is uh, prayers given to a very small nation mm-hmm. in a particular period of time. Um, and yet they are universal. I mean, we can all understand Mm -hmm. the Lord is my shepherd, right? Right. Even though we're not shepherds or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, the language of the Psalms is universal. And so regardless of the fact that it was given to the Israelites and that they've prayed it forever, we, it's also our language. It's also our, our prayers. Yeah. You know? Yes. And, and it's, uh, it, it, it truly has become our prayers, especially, uh, especially with our, our own hymns. A lot of mm-hmm. the, the hymns are based upon psalms or psalm right. language. Uh, with our liturgy, a lot of the liturgy, if you, if you know the liturgy, mm-hmm. you find the psalms all over the place. Uh, so, for example, in our evening prayer that we do during Lent, you know, let my prayer rise There's before a, you as incense, incense and the lifting mm-hmm. up of my hands as the evening sacrifice, right. straight from the psalms. Right. So, yes. Yeah, so you mentioned it was, it's your, it's a good... Uh, spiritual discipline Mm -hmm. um luther also read through the psalms many many times i guess i read that he did it at seven different times during the day oh my goodness so he would read through the entire psalter in two weeks wow that's a lot of work that's a lot of work yeah you how often do you think you you read it as what one psalm a day yeah and i try to read about a psalm a day Uh, however over lent one of my disciplines was to read through the whole psalm uh, the whole Psalter in 30 days. The Psalter okay. is the collection of the Psalms. Yes, yeah, Psalter. Right? Mm-hmm. They read through the whole Psalter in 30 days. Uh, and that was that, that was a big chunk of work. Wow, now, he that, did it in half the time. Yeah, and, and that that's the tradition, you know. And so as you look in most uh, prayer books, they are divided into 30 days, 30 slots. Okay. Uh, but man, that's, I mean, that took a lot of, 
<laughs> he had to really focus on it to get it done. So I can't imagine doing it in Luther's pace. But, you know, he was a former monk, so he's used to praying seven times a day. Yes, and he was quite something in so many ways. I mean, just the writing was prolific. Everything was above and beyond. Oh, my goodness. You know? yeah, yeah. But we should also say, and we talked about this word psalter or psalms. Okay, so psalms just means songs, and it's one of those um, words that we, rather than translate, mm -hmm. we just kind of... Transliterate. I mean, we just use it, right. such as baptism. I mean, we never right. came up with our own. It means like to dunk or immerse, right. but we just call it baptism. Same with the Psalms. Right. Um, it's a Greek translation of a Latin, of a Hebrew word, which mm -hmm. I don't know the Hebrew word, but the Greek word is basically it's Psalms. Yeah, and so you can see the Greek in the, that funny little P.S. Yeah, that's sort of dead giveaway. It's a Greek word, right? Right, and right. so then Psalter just mm -hmm. means the collection. Um, and so okay, so we've talked about that. We. Mm -hmm. There are 150 psalms. Yep. They are broken up into... Well, we should say that our, I believe our oh, yeah. Catholic brothers and sisters have 151, I think. Okay, well, actually, neither is correct. We should oh, go back okay. even more because there are psalms in the Old Testament that aren't in the Psalter. Oh, For wow. instance, you know, Moses' song is mm -hmm. of deliverance is basically a psalm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Deborah has a psalm. Mm -hmm. um, so there are... Other, other, yeah, you other know, songs. you can see in yeah. your Bible how they're mm -hmm. kind of um, set off in a margin when it's more poetry than right. than prose. Um, but yes, okay. So I didn't, I didn't realize that about the Catholics. Yes, and, and, and that might no longer be the case. Okay. But I do know that. Um, so when I do research in the Psalms for preaching and things like that, uh, I know that at a certain point, I want to say it's in the forties, around forty-two or forty-three, I think. Okay. Um, the Hebrew. Uh, the, the Hebrew version of the Psalms that we use now in our church. Right, because Luther went back uh, to the Hebrew. And the Greek mm -hmm. translation of them, they kind of diverge. Okay. Uh, and so it's the same, it's the same num it's the same Psalms, but they're kind of numbered differently oh, for whatever okay. reason. Oh, okay, very interesting. Uh, and I, I don't know if the Catholic Church still has that, but for a while they did, you know, so. Okay. Well, they are, they are kind of put into different sections or collections. Um, David wrote the majority of them, mm -hmm. but not all of them. There's, you know, one by Moses. Mm -hmm. um, there's Psalm Solomon. Moses, the man of God, right? Yeah. Solomon. Solomon has a few. Um, the sons of Korah. Yeah, the sons of Asaph, Korah. Asaph, right? Yeah, and then there's a lot that, that have no um, ascription right. at all, no authorship at all. Right. Yeah. But, of course, we go back to the idea that the Psalms are, of course, inspired Word mm -hmm. of God. So the Holy Spirit wrote the Psalms, but gave them to particular men. Mm-hmm. Throughout history, in some of the psalms, in addition to being uh, in addition to being what's the word uh, ascribed to an author, mm -hmm. they'll have an ascription that talks about the the events. And so, uh, the Psalm okay. of David, when mm -hmm. thus and so happened, you know, right. when he was in the wilderness and Saul was hunting him, or there's something like that. Okay, um, and, and and those may or may not be original to the psalm. Uh, those right. are probably added by the people who collected them into the order that we now have. Sure. Them. Uh, but it just kind of helps to put the psalm in context. Right. And of course, some of them have no context at all. You have no clue what's going on. Right. But. And they were written over a long period of time. If we say that one is ascribed to Moses, mm -hmm. then it's going way back to like 1400 right. BC or something. And then many of David, which is around 1000 BC. Mm -hmm. And then we've got, I think, the final ones right before they were canonized mm -hmm. or, or put into a group around 400 Yeah. So we're talking about a thousand years. A thousand years of history. And yeah. then, you know, of course, um, yeah, and then they've been prayed for, you know, they were prayed for a millennium, a millennium before Jesus' time, mm -hmm. right? And so you mentioned that, um, that the Jews have been using these psalms for the, since the beginning. And mm -hmm. so we just kind of take up that tradition. And, and, you know, even like Jonah in the belly of a whale, basically his right. prayer was, I think, a couple psalms kind of combined. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. And so the, the, the prayer of Jonah would be, maybe we'll look at that later, okay. but yeah, he, he basically remembers Psalms that he... Yeah, exactly. Uh, ...that he had been praying and, and pulls them out. Yeah. Right, which is amazing. And that's that's the whole reason we talk about memorizing scripture or just being in a daily habit of it is so that you have that. Like mm-hmm. you talked about the Psalms being a language um, to use, giving you the words for your worship and... So when you're in the belly of a whale, and by the way, there was someone, there was someone in the news that was in the belly of a whale this week. In case you find yourself in the belly of a whale, you Mm. might have some psalms to use. Yeah, I didn't read the article. Did yeah, you? it was a great story. It's about it was about a, a Massachusetts lobster man. Oh yay! A lot of the lobster fishermen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was about a Massachusetts lobster diver. I didn't know mm-hmm. they dove for lobsters, but, right? So he was diving for lobsters in about forty feet of water off the coast of Massachusetts, and all of a sudden he felt this bump behind him, and then it got really dark, and he felt pressure all around. Him. No way. And so, uh, and so he said, and I read the interview. He was like, I thought I was going to die, and so he just started kicking and punching as much as he could. The whale went up to the surface, spit him out, and he was no fine. No way. Yeah. Wow. An incredible story, yeah. So there you have it. He mm-hmm. should have been praying psalms, but he got himself out of there anyways. Wow. Um, okay, well, the psalms are on another completely different note. <laughs> the psalms are kind of the heart of the Bible. Not only are they right in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're learning your Bible as a young child, people always say to find the psalms, just open it up right to the middle, right? Mm-hmm. And they're also kind of, they are that heart. They are quoted in the New Testament more than any other book by yeah. far. Yeah, that's fascinating, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. That they, uh, especially Psalm 110, as I recall, yes. that was the single most Hebrews. quoted uh, portion of the Old Testament in the New but yeah, and then that, that again shows you the uh, the centrality of the Psalms in the life of Jesus and the apostles. Right. Yeah. So Jesus, for sure, his life was completely sort of saturated with the Psalms. And then he was, we know that he was strengthened and sustained by the Psalms mm-hmm. because he is constantly quoting them, especially from the cross, right? right? right. Or especially in his time of trial, I should yeah. say, the whole the whole week. Yeah. His, his hour of agony, that's when he, he cries out to his father from the cross with the Psalms. Right. Yeah. Um, so we talked a bit about Luther and he, mm-hmm. um, we talked about his love of the Psalms, but, um, he also used them to sort of restore, um, congregational singing. You mentioned the Psalms oh, being a big that. part of yeah, our, yeah. so there's a quote that I have here that says music is to be praised as second only to the word of God. This is mm-hmm. Martin Luther, um, second only to the word of God, because by her, all emotions are swayed. That is why there are so many songs and Psalms. This precious gift has been bestowed on men alone to remind them that they are created to praise and magnify the Lord. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, He was quite a man. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, you know, not only did he pray the Psalms seven days and, you know, and go into this ongoing polemic with the Catholic Church, but then in between he'd like sit down and write hymns. Right. Pretty incredible. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. But the the Psalms, uh, even to this day, the the, the Psalms remain um, a source book mm-hmm. for for many for many hymns, uh, many songs, even many worship songs. You know, in a more contemporary setting, uh, many of them are are um, paraphrases of the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, right. bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Right. Bless His holy name. You know, there is that great that's Psalm one hundred three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are any number of worship or praise songs that are based on that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and I think one thing you mentioned was just this idea of the the various emotions and every single human experience mm-hmm. being represented by the Psalms. It also shows us that, therefore, whatever kind of feelings we're having are really not out of bounds. I mean, some of the Psalms are really angry with mm-hmm. God or really not understanding why things are happening the way they yep. are. You know, bitterness, sorrow, mm-hmm. joy, 
everything is there. And so we, yeah. we can feel those things. Yeah. And I have, uh, in pastoral counseling, I, I have prescribed the Psalms, so to speak. Okay. And so especially if people are in a time where they feel like God doesn't listen to them, or they're very angry at God, mm-hmm. um, I, I will say, okay, well, here's what I want you to do. And I'll pull out the Psalm and we'll read it together. Okay. And explain what it means. And I say, no, I want you to go home and I want you to read this every day. Okay. Uh, for the next week, and then we'll we'll talk again. Uh, and I found that's that has really been helpful because again, people don't have the language. You know, they're they're so angry at God right. about something, but they don't know if they can be. First of all, they don't know if they can be, right? Um, and they don't know how to say it. And so mm-hmm. I say, well, here's a psalm where a person gets really angry at God. You right. know, make this psalm your own, mm-hmm. and by giving them the language and kind of the freedom to pray God's words back to Him. Right. Uh, it's it's often a release. It helps people through that that time of crisis. It's a you know turning fork. They could go one way or the other. They could mm-hmm. go away from God, or they could yes. go back to Him. And by by praying God's word, they go back. Right. That's that's good. And that's going to be kind of the focus of this particular um, study, especially in my class. You know, you can study the Psalms from a very um, academic and, mm-hmm. and critical way and get a ton out of it. That's true. But we're not going to take that tact. Um, this time we're going to be very practical and devotional. And um, we are going to be looking at how we how we pray the particular psalm we're doing that week, how we meditate on oh, the wow. psalm, um, how we can memorize. I know my mm-hmm. ladies get a little scared when we talk about memorizing, oh, but on, that's people, okay. You can memorize. Yeah, well, yeah, I know. Actually, sometimes they say, you know, we're too old to memorize, but memorization is one of the things that will keep your mind young. Oh, I didn't know, you know? That. Well, yeah, because it's, you know, anytime you're taxing your mm-hmm. brain some, um, you're working it. But anyway, so memorizing and then kind of living how we live mm-hmm. out these psalms. So it's going to be very practical. Um and like I said, we will begin with Psalm 1. So this week, if you want to be reading Psalm 1, um, if you're not in the class and you just want to follow along in this podcast, if you want to be reading the Psalm every mm-hmm. day before we come to speak about it. And if you do want um, the guide that like, I'll write for it, even if you're not in the class, you can email us and I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. So. yeah, and one word about that too. I'd encourage you as, you, as you read through these Psalms, you know, read them out loud. Because remember that... Oh, good um, point. That especially with the Psalms, these are songs, and so they're meant to be heard, they're meant to be spoken. Mm-hmm. But there's, that there's, uh, it's not just for your eyes, it's for your ears as well. Uh, and so I'd encourage you, you know, you might feel a little weird, you know, you might want to go to a room by yourself or something like that. But read them out loud, and then you, you hear the rhythm of the language, you hear the, the, the phrases come together, and then you hear yourself praying these words to God. And it's a different experience than if you're just reading them with your eyes. Absolutely. That's a great point. And let's finish by... Reading Psalm 1 sure. to close. Um, do you want to do that? No, you can do it. You got the Bible okay. right there. Okay. And again, I'm using the CSB, so um, it might not be my favorite of them. Um, but anyways, this is what I've got right here. So Psalm 1. How happy is the one who does not walk in the advice of the wicked, or stand in the pathway with sinners, or sit in the company of mockers. Instead, his delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. He is like a tree planted beside flowing streams that bears its fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever he does prospers. The wicked are not like this. Instead, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand up in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to ruin. Oh, that's good. 
There's a lot there. There is. There's a lot there. Yes. So we look forward to just talking about the Psalms with you in the coming weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait. I love the Psalms and I look yes. forward to just to talking about them and sharing about them and hopefully hopefully inspiring some other people to, to read them and make them their own too. Yes. Amen.